Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We belong together. And you know that I'm right. Why do you play with my heart? Why do you play with my on episode 22 of Zero Doinks. Well, it is the end of the road for the Bears' playoff chances, but Zero Doinks isn't going to quit. There's two games left. We still love the Bears, even though this season has been a colossal disappointment. We will tell you all about our magical experience in Lambeau, and it was still fun despite the result. It was red hot. We've got lots of stories to tell our loving and loyal audience. Thank you for sticking around. Episode 22 of Zero Doinks. Lots more fun coming up. Gray balls and more. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Oh, episode 22, Zero Doinks. Our baby can drink and do other things now that she's 22 episodes deep. Dan Doinks, how you doing tonight, baby? Doing well. Thanks for asking, William Oinks. Oh, thank you so much for that nickname that makes me feel so warm. Um, how are you feeling now that the Bears are officially eliminated from playoff contention? Uh, not shocked. I mean, we saw this coming. I'm just, I'm still sad. I'm coming to terms with the season being officially over, but you know, what can you do? How are you feeling, buddy? Yeah, it's a little disappointing. I think I'm I'm going to become more sad the closer to the playoffs we get. And as we're watching said playoffs, the wild card, whatnot, I'm going to think, ah, we could have beat one or two of these teams, maybe, or maybe not, but it's at least always fun to be in the tournament, if you will. Last year was a thrill, even though it came to a horrible Cody Parkey ending. But you know what? <laughs> Fuck that guy. Just, you know. Fuck yeah. Fuck him. At least Once he started again. this podcast, though, right? Yeah. He got, he inspired us. He's the reason for the season as he, it pertains yeah. to this podcast. <laughs> he absolutely is. He is. I thought I saw him in a manger the other day. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Actually, somebody yeah. tried to put him in that manger and he fell out of there. They missed. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. He, he hit both sides of the. Is the manger like the crib part or is it? I should know this. What I, is a manger? I, I just it's it, like I just think it's like a lot of hay with with a dip in the middle of it. I'm not I I don't remember much from Catholic school. Yeah. Is the manger not like the entire barn situation or is it like oh. a crib is it a crib always, I don't... Oh, you know what that's interesting i've always pictured the major just as the crib but now that i'm going through some 
lyrics here. They talk about yeah. the crib in the manger. Wow. You just blew oh, my mind. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> and happy holidays to our non-Christian listeners. That's right. You know what? It's it's the season of giving, no matter your faith. Um, all right. So as loyal listeners know, uh, Dan and I and Brother Dave made an awesome road trip to Green Bay, Wisconsin this past week. We threw a bonus at you Sunday morning. Sorry for all the yelling. I was very excited. Dan was actually less yelly than me, which is very rare. Shocking. Um, it was, but... Uh, it felt good. We listened back on the way we had we had ourselves a bit of a chuckle. Um, the road trip it seemed really fast going up there. Yes. Uh, Dan, as he mentioned in episode twenty one, he pounded an egg sandwich, which it's great when you know you know somebody's going to trap you in a fart box for three hours. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dan. Although you didn't smell too bad on the way up there, anyway. No. How how was that egg sandwich? It was pretty good, actually. Shout out to the. Uh... Lake Forest Oasis, the Starbucks there. Thanks for being open and serving me an egg sandwich. It was delicious. It was red hot going into my mouth, down into my gullet, and out of my pants. Uh, yeah, I smelled horrible on the way back. It was a great road trip overall. I would do that 100 times out of 100, even though we officially watched our team die on the field. How about you? No, it was it was such an awesome experience. The whole... The whole thing was incredible, um, minus the result, obviously. But even we had mentioned when we were there, even prior to entering Lambeau Field, we're like, this is already worth it. We're having a great time. We're up a lot of fun. Yes. It was it was awesome. Uh, a couple things when we were on the highway that I want to point out on the way there, um, a real treat for our eyeballs was, was it called Old Wisconsin Meat or Sausage? Sausage. What was, was that fun. thing? It was old Wisconsin sausage. It was a, a, it looked like a big manufacturing plant. They're just slinging sausages all around there. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I'm intrigued. But we kept calling it old sausage Wisconsin, I believe, <laughs> which just Absolutely. sounds gross when you say it that way. It does. It's it. It may be a different kind of meat slinger when you flip the words around. Uh, we saw a few Packers fans driving up in our direction. A lot of them were driving. They had the hands at the 10 and the two. They yeah. were, they were very, very nervous drivers. Is that how you would describe it? Oh Dan? yeah. Super nervous with a bunch of fibs coming up in their general direction. So real cautious driving. I mean, I could barely see them with all their camo they had on in these pickup trucks on the way up there. It's true. They're extremely invisible. Thanks to thanks to those outfits. Do you call them outfits? I don't know. That might have been a huge insult to the hunting community. I yeah, no, apologize. No, they're called costumes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, we're fairly certain that we passed both um, the place that Steve Avery had his trial and where he's currently incarcerated with. Brendan Dassey, I believe he's still imprisoned as well. Uh, yes. Can you back up that with any stats, Dan? Yeah, they're both still in jail. Dassey was supposed to get out, but Wisconsin's being mean and not letting him out, even though they know he got roped into admitting uh, being involved in that murder. He just wanted to go home and watch Monday Night Raw, he and his cargo shorts. But I was happy to pass Manitowoc County, 
because that resulted in a full day's worth of Stephen Dassey. Wait, not Stephen Dassey, Brendan Dassey jokes. I just combined the two. I'm picturing their faces smashed together, and it's it's pretty much like 60% of the Packer fans we saw there on Sunday. So, uh, sorry, sidetrack there. But yeah, Manitowoc County confirmed both in jail. Steven definitely guilty is my stance. Brendan, not so much. Let him out. Seven minutes in heaven. Yes, that's true. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on that in a sec, possibly. Okay. Um, as we got closer to the stadium, the temperature seemed to keep getting lower, <laughs> even though the sun was out and it felt warmer in the car because the heat in my Honda Accord was red hot. And uh, also, thank you, Dan, for teaching me how to use the cruise control. I've, I've owned this car for four years. And Dan pressed two buttons and really confused me. I was like, the, I was, I was like a caveman. I didn't know what was going on. Your level of confusion for how to set the speed was literally a fucking button that says set. I don't know why. You, did you just get your license? What's What's going on with you? I did. I'm actually 12 years old. You've been on a podcast with a minor. We're coming after you. You're going to be in prison with Brendan Dassey. Uh, Also, very close when we got to Lambeau Field, uh, we saw a sign for what was proudly promoted as Green Bay's only gentleman's club. And that that got us absolutely in the mood for football and other things. Yeah, I I believe it was called the Oval Office. If you didn't didn't already mention that. Yeah, interesting advertising. Not that it was of high quality, just like that. Yeah, this is the only one here, all right, eh? The only one, the Oval Office. You're gonna see some titties. You who knows? They might not be pretty, eh? No, it's uh, yeah, we we did not stop in. So, you know, you can stop those rumors right now, listeners. Um, but that <laughs> what was funny, the funniest thing about that that uh advertisement on the billboard was that the when it said was uh, Green Bay's only gentleman's club only was underlined just to put extra emphasis on it. Yes. You know, <laughs> there is no competition. So I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. I'm hard. Yeah. To say. I don't know what to make of any of that, but yeah. Oval, oval yeah. office. Good for you. Yeah. Go there and uh, you can maybe sign a bill and then tuck a bill. Um, so uh, brother Dave chimed in. With a few timely local expert items, the closer we got to the stadium, he's a former Green Bay resident, so that was great. We um, we entered a neighborhood as recommended uh, by and courtesy of your neighbor Joel. Yes, uh, we tried. We got in that neighborhood pretty close to the stadium, and and we tried to find the least murdery looking house to park at. Everybody seemed to be like, "It's twenty bucks, you can park at the house, whatever, right?" But yeah. your eyes locked in on a gentleman named Dwayne. And yeah. uh, we, we we found a great place to uh, to start our day, if you will, wouldn't you say? It was life changing, uh, to say the least. Uh, it felt murdery, murderery, uh, almost right off the bat. And I we didn't know the drill. I mean, I had heard that you could, you know, maybe use their bathroom or whatnot. But he was very hard to understand. A lot of mumbling going on, telling me how to park in his yard. So I was immediately worried that your car was going to be gone the minute we stepped into the stadium luck luckily that did not happen we got it worked out he told us to maybe you're going to touch on this he told us to go inside the what i thought the house i walked in the front door leading leading the three of us in 
and was immediately yelled, not yelled, but uh, a woman's voice came out from the couch. She was wearing a Green Bay Packers robe and said, you got to go into the garage. Nobody told me that. Dwayne didn't tell me that. So I can only assume that Dwayne wanted all of us to get weird with his wife and just catch her off guard. She was not into it, apparently. So uh, I made an apology later and she threw in a bear's dig. So we're all good now. But weird experience all around. It was. uh, And as we mentioned last episode or two episodes ago, this was Dan's first time to Lambo. This was yes. my first time in 15 years. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. And nope. you know what? Dwayne's wife, we thought was welcoming it, her us into her kitchen. We didn't know what was going. I mean, it was weird that we were parking at somebody's house. It was so confusing. Dwayne kept pointing at the, at the stadium saying, you know, in the fall, it's a really great, it's really great view from here. And we're freezing in his front yard, trying to park a car and, a bank of snow next to a tiny tree. We didn't know what was going on. We were just trying to get to our first sip of cold, refreshing hams. That was our focus. Yeah. And his house was almost touching Lambeau field. I mean, it was like his backyard was Lambeau field. It was unbelievable. And I had, I, you know, I had heard this over the years that that's kind of how it works is it's just a residential neighborhood. And then there's just this giant NFL stadium. I mean, I couldn't believe how close we were, and parking was only 20 bucks. I mean, you got a soldier field. I got to walk a mile and I'm still paying like 50 bucks for parking. It's, you know, it's such a different experience. But, you know, hanging out in Dwayne's garage was awesome. And I don't know if you caught this going back to his wife not welcoming us into the house. Did you notice into the from the garage? You know, they let us use their bathroom in the basement, which brother Dave almost ruined that for all of us on game day. Oh, no need to say anymore, but it was like from garage to the basement. There was like a baby gate up in the kitchen. Did you notice that? I did. I I didn't really question it, but I should have. It felt like it was only for us. It was like a Bears fan baby gate because when more people showed up, they were like in and out of the kitchen. They were going through the back door. Uh, It was it felt like it was just for us, like. And yeah, that's, like we that's were... a great, yes, yeah. great observation. In fact, you know, you mentioned the heated garage. There was a heated garage. There was a flat screen. Uh, I, I, there were seats. It was, it was nice. There was like a bunk bed, which I think we, we should have asked more questions. Um, I was expecting Dwayne to offer booze and food and stuff, but no, there was none of that. I'm not trying to be a dick or anything, but it kind of felt like that type of situation. But I think my guess is, those guys were going other there were other people in the garage. They're Packers fans. They were nice. They're very nice, actually. Um, you know what? I and, think he, what? I think he was. I think he did offer us beer. To be honest, oh, oh we I must have missed we that. were smart and brought in a case of hams, and they were so stunned that young gentlemen like ourselves were drinking hams. It was nostalgic for these old farts in the uh, garage. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're, you're so, right. Yeah, but I did. There were people full of them. Yeah, there were people ripping uh, beers out of his fridge there. And I th- I want to say, I mean, he was just mumbling nonstop. But uh, I think he did offer us some type of beverage. All right. That's my bad. Sorry, Dwayne. I, I didn't mean to bust toss you. But it would have been nice to offer us a sandwich from the kitchen. I was starving. 
I can't get around that baby gate. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody else had like lettuce dripping from their lips because Dwayne's wife was offering them, you know, Packers sandwiches. But no, not Bears. I'm just kidding. All the Packers fans were amazing, actually. Well, I'm sure we'll touch on that. That's I'm still shocked about that. So one of the best things about the garage experience for me, Dan, and I don't know if you would agree. Um, we can we can touch on something else that happened in the garage, also. But Brother Dave's performance. You you mentioned that he destroyed a toilet, which is amazing. But he also <laughs> he also correct me if I'm wrong. He drank six hams in the thirty minutes that we were in that garage. Was it six? Oh. I mean, I was, was on like number two and a half and I'm like, yeah. and I felt full already. Dave, I think he said, yeah, this is number six for me. Yeah, it was unbelievable. As we, we put it later, he was just absolutely deleting beers. I mean, it was one stroke of the delete key and that beer was gone. He was, yeah, I'm, I always get in trouble when I'm out with uh, brother Dave because I'm trying to keep up with him and that's a terrible idea because that dude can put him down quickly. Yeah, he's an incredible drinker. We need to enter him in a, into a contest. Uh, Dwayne, do we want to talk about the conversation we had with Dwayne about basketball? We were we were talking about being on an intramural hoops team, and uh, Dwayne had some experience locally running. I couldn't tell if he was running a gym, if he was coaching a yeah. team, if he was playing. It was His mumbles made it completely unclear. I, I was having a hard time uh, following, I'll be honest. We don't have to get too deep yeah, into I feel like we should not go okay. too far into it just because he was such a nice guy. But this That's was, fine. let's just say he might have been a little bit racist <laughs> and felt comfortable sharing, <laughs> sharing too much with us. It was a bit uncomfortable and uh, it wasn't over the top. I'll say that, but right. it was a bit too far that. That helped push us along to go check out other venues outside of the stadium, right? Yes, I think that's well said. And we did. We wandered toward the stadium. We we took a look. I don't know if it was east, west, north, or south. I have no idea. But eventually we worked our way to the Johnsonville tailgate hut, maybe. And we village. fell in love with that environment. Yeah, it was a village. That's exactly what it was. It was warm in there. There was live music. Um, there was a person in there dressed up like a female peanut M&M and <laughs> it was one of the best pregame experiences I have ever had. It was so great. I, I loved it. We were treated, we were treated really well. What, what's your biggest takeaway from the Johnsonville area? Yeah. Awesome. I mean, kudos to you Packers. I mean, that, that's a great spot. Like they just, that was a prime tailgate spot. I'm sure and they're like, let's just put a giant building here just so people can step inside, get beers, take a leak, listen to some hot music. Um, there are, I'm sure you're going to touch on the band. Do, should we just jump into that? Go for it. Do you yes. have some notes on that? No, okay. I really don't have a lot. So go for it. Um, something about a mother. What was it? Not your mother's milk or I don't remember the band's name. Yeah, Did I make that up? I don't remember. It's they, close. Well, I don't know where to start. All right. The first, the, the guitar player looked exactly like Balky from Perfect Strangers. And that wasn't even the worst part about it. He had a sterling sharp, like it wasn't even a jersey. It was like a a jersey he would have gotten at JC Penney's in the mid nineties. 
and why he still has it, I don't know. The guy definitely does not watch football. He had a terrible flavor saver. He kind of looked like a young Scott Stapp. Is that his name? From Creed? From Creed, right? Yeah. Didn't he kind of look arms like wide open. Open. Uh, he And they were pretty good. They were fun. But they kept making... I want a hippopotamus for Christmas jokes in between every song. I still don't understand that. Is that Wisconsin humor? It was stupid. I mean, there is a, a bad song, a Christmas song, but I don't, I don't understand what, why did they say it all the time? Like, I just have no idea. Shut your face. Shut your face. Yeah. They kept thanking they, bartenders. Like I they did. It was strange. It was very strange, but their music was fine. It was, it was fun. Um, I don't yeah, it was great. That was a great well we yeah. will we apologize if we weren't allowed to bring in hams into the tailgate village, but we did. I had, I think I actually had to give mine half of mine to Dave because he was drinking them so goddamn fast. It's true. It's so true. Um one of my favorite things about about the tailgate village experience was was brother Dave at some point after you had given him one of your hams he said, "You know what? I'm I'm done drinking here. I don't want to be urinating all game." And then 5 minutes later we caught him slugging down a Miller High Life. It's so <laughs> it was, true. It was classic. It was yeah, it wasn't even 90 seconds. I mean, it was such a quick turnaround. I don't know who he was saying that to. We didn't believe him when he said it. Oh, no. He like he was trying to convince himself. It was awesome. Um, our our behavior was very questionable in there. We were we were barking bears at anybody wearing bears gear or whatever. Uh, it was great. I handed out a lot of business cards, telling them that zero doinks would change their life if they gave it a chance. So yep. hopefully somebody's given it a, uh, a spin right now. If you are welcome, welcome, welcome. to zero doinks. Um, there was a woman in an Arizona Cardinals winter hat, which I thought yep. was awesome. Kudos to her. Uh, there were cheese curds that you could buy and we did buy them. You bought them and yeah. I ate a couple. Those were burnt. Those were burnt. I, yeah, I was disappointed. Yeah, overdone. Yeah. The brat yeah. was awesome. The spicy brat. I do. Do That's people cool. want all of these details? Um, I'm Probably happy not. to give them. I just don't Probably know. Not. It's, okay. it's fine. Okay. It's all fine. Right. It's more, this is more an excuse not to really talk about the game. Okay. Itself, okay. To, to be honest with you. Uh, right. we did finally enter Lambeau field. Uh, it, it was cold. It looked cold on TV. I'm sure it was fucking cold. Our beers froze a little bit. Our feet yeah. froze a lot. Uh, it was kind of weird. Our asses felt wet sitting on yeah, those bleachers. What? That made no sense. Well, no one no one warned us that uh, seat cushions are a good idea. Like those. Uh, what, what is that material? It's like a hard sponge almost. It's a seat cushion. Everyone gets it. Yeah. Um, but that was that's key on those metal benches because I was pretty warm otherwise. But th- that, I mean, I I could pull up my, a Google search right now. To it was uh, what does it feel like when your ass has frostbite? Because I was getting concerned that I was going to lose w- at least one of my butt cheeks due to frostbite. Yeah. It was yeah, our asses were wet. Whoop, that sounded weird. Uh, <laughs> you're right though. I don't know where it came from, but. Uh, yeah. next time around seat cushions. Yeah, it, it was a bit weird. Uh, just a couple more notes. Um, Dan, you were sitting next to a guy who 
looked a bit like Mama Coco from Pixar's 2017 hit Coco, right? <laughs> he, so I don't know right. what was going on with him and no, the rest he, of his family. Were they his family? I couldn't tell. It was the uncle of the young gentleman in the far of Jersey in front of us. Um, he's also a Cowboys fan from what I, oh, what I understood. Weird. So he was pretty indifferent to everything going on, which was, was a pretty good person to sit next. I mean, we were almost locking arms. He was so goddamn close to me, but I didn't hate it because it kept me warm. Right. It seems weird, but yeah, he was <laughs> the Mama Coco thing is, is a great, is a great call. Thanks. Thanks. He, he really did. Um, he did look like her. Uh, remember me. Um, anywho, the, one of the weirdest things about Lambeau Field, I thought, was that Tombstone Pizza was a huge sponsor. I mean, grow yeah. up. Grow up. Tombstone? Are you kidding me? I That's in my notes as well. What? Okay. What the hell, Green Bay? You couldn't do better than Tombstone Pizza? And everything on the field was, oh, this is brought to you by Tombstone Pizza. Seven Minutes in Heaven with Brendan Dassey is bought, brought to you by Tombstone Pizza. That was the running joke. We kept yeah. we kept saying there are all these weird contests where everybody looked freezing cold. And our joke was, you win a romantic dinner for two with Brendan Dassey. Uh, <laughs> seven or seven minutes in heaven. It, I, either way. I, I, I yeah, I was thing. hoping I was hoping it would get at least one Packer fan around us riled up. But maybe they've forgotten who Brendan Dassey is. I don't I don't know. It didn't seem to register with literally anyone, and I was shouting it numerous times. And I don't know. I, do they not have yeah. Netflix? In, uh, that, uh, yeah, that would be my guess. Okay. They're, they're not willing to pay the $10 a month for Netflix. That's my guess. Okay. That adds up. That it adds does. up. But, you know, and, uh, you know, I mean, and let's be honest, we, we, uh, Dwayne's wife was the topic du jour a little bit. We were still a bit rattled by what happened with you and her robe in the family room. So you might've mentioned her a couple of times. Uh, hopefully nobody really knew her that well in our section. It's nobody had, a res- well, I shouldn't say nobody had a response. I just, uh, I just, so yeah. Well, yeah, let me, let me just, let me just so we're clear. There was nothing that I saw or that was inappropriate or anything as relation to Dwayne's wife. Uh, literally she shouted at me as I tried to walk into her house and I quickly shuffled out of there. And the only other interaction was, when I was on the other side of the baby gate, going to the bathroom, she happened to be in the kitchen, and I apologized for going in the front door. Oh, that doesn't sound good either. Uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> just Dwayne's wife was the running joke from there on out. But just want to clarify, I don't know Dwayne's wife. Uh, what do you think Diane had to better name? I'm assuming. Yeah, maybe. Uh, or. <laughs> Shaniqua, or just maybe she was just another Dwayne. She could have been Dwayne. Yeah, did the guy used to play for the Badgers, Dwayne Dwayne. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we know. Like well, judging well, by our conversation with Garage Dwayne, he probably wasn't a fan of that Dwayne Dwayne, even though he is a true. Badger fan. That's true. Huge Badger fan. Didn't really seem to know who Frank Kaminsky was, though. I think he, he was kind of pretending to know that yeah. reference. Oh, yeah. So yeah, he was. That was a little okay. disappointing. Yeah. Uh, anywho, the game is what it was. Do you have any thoughts on the game itself at all? Yeah, um, 
Yeah, I, I guess so. You know, Mitch looked good in spots, which was encouraging. Uh, he threw Nagy under the bus, which was also encouraging because, like we said all year, you got to get him on the run, get him moving. And I, I was reading that today that he only on three plays did the pocket move at all. And all three plays went for like 20, 30, and then one was over 20 yards. Uh, and then two were over 30 yards. Um, so, I mean, once again, I think, you know, I think this pushed me even more into thinking Mitch is a little bit less of the problem and Nagy's a bigger problem. And even going through what Nagy was saying that, they had a game plan for what they wanted to do. And it just proves he has a plan and he refuses to make any adjustments in game. But, you know, Mitch, once again, like once it gets down to the wire, I mean, he gets frisky and he kind of, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, he, Mitch wasn't awesome, but he, you know, he definitely seems more confident, which is, which is great. Uh, Robinson and Miller were, awesome i mean that's also encouraging uh i mean well, well, i'm just kind of running through the positives here you know the other pot the last positive i have is packers just aren't that good and that that made me feel better we caught a lot of less i think we caught a lot less shit because packer fans know it too and we heard a lot of mike mccarthy jokes after the game in Dwayne's garage so those are kind of the positives for me. How about you? Anything else you you liked in the Sunday? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was you know it sucked falling you know, or falling behind, but I actually felt like we could come back, even though it it was a decent deficit. I I was disappointed in the defense the way they came out in the second half after we had a, a oh, strong yeah. finish to the first half, and then the defense laid a fucking egg. Uh, was not Buster Screen's best game. I think that's a oh. safe assumption. Or tackling in general. Tackling wow. seemed soggy. I mean, it was six degrees, but you know what? You're getting paid a fuck ton of money, people. Make some tackles. And and Khalil Mack, I know, is getting a lot of shit uh, on local Chicago radio for not seemingly not showing up. Hard to tell when you're in the stadium. I know you watched it back yeah. more recently than I did. Uh, mm-hmm. Any thoughts on Khalil Mack? No, he's definitely not. He's not doing what he did last year, but I didn't think he was – I didn't think he was all that bad. He seemed to be getting a little bit, a little bit of pressure. Yeah, the exact. I mean, you were your Buster Scrine was awful. I thought Kyle Fuller was terrible, and Prince was awful. Like all, all those three guys killed us. They were horrible. Even uh, Kevin Tolliver actually held it together better than any of those shitheads. But it, I like watching the game back. It kind of seems like Fuller's just mailing it in i think he had he had a few of these moments last year too where he just seemed like he was given minimal effort um i don't know he seemed like he was i mean i know he fell down on one of the long receptions but he he seems like he's kind of going half-assed out there and prince prince is is he done after this year they have one more year on his contract, but it's an easy uh, buyout yeah. by a certain date. They could save like $9 million on the cap, so that's got to be in the it cards, I'm like, guessing. I mean, he's always dinged up, or according to Pat Doinks, he's intentionally faking injuries. He's the only guy in the league who fakes an injury every other series to give everyone a breather, which is bullshit. He's, <laughs> he's the one who needs the breather, but thanks, Pat, for that tip. 
But Prince, I mean, I think Duke Shelley's supposed to plug into his spot, right? Or is is Shelley a uh, safety? Sh- I mean, no, Shelley could be. I mean, I think he could be more that. Uh, yeah. Uh, that nickel dude uh, in the slot, the buster, the buster spot. Maybe not. Okay. He could play on the outside, maybe too. It's hard to say. I mean, it, these, it's at least yeah. they've got a guy maybe to to replace him. I guess. I mean, the, point. these next two games, I would plug him in there just to see what you got. Why not? See if it happens. Why not? Prince. I. I mean, I don't hate the guy, but he definitely he seems like he's been in the league for twenty years at this point, and he's dinged up. But I mean, Prince, Scrine, and Fuller. They were bad. They were really bad. I mean, Kwiatkowski, Pierre Louis, they they looked they did all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hicks yeah. Hicks looked pretty awesome. I mean, it was hard to tell in you know, the stadium, but yeah, but, uh, watching it back, he looked like his. You know, he definitely looked like he had been off for a while. But I mean, he had some plays where you could tell he was disrupting things. But you know, it's. It's a shame. And, and can we can we leave Jesper Horstead alone? I mean, yeah, I get it. I get it on that yeah. last play. He could have done it, but that's a tough that's a tough scenario. I think he was just looking to make a play right. and you know, I don't know. Let's it's leave. so fluky. I agree. It's like it's not like yeah. I, I totally agree. It's it's I know we're all bummed that they're eliminated and, and especially against the Packers and it looked like that was ahead of them to potentially tie it up with that in a two point conversion. But I agree. Leave poor Jesper alone. Yeah. Leave him alone. I, I and you know, I think I think I heard on the radio that this this uh the two games this year against the Packers is the least amount of yards they've gotten against us in forever. And we're all yes, true against them. I mean, that's pathetic. That yes. that should never have happened. And it's, I don't know. It just kind of felt like it, it felt about right for our year. Like we go down, we'll make a run, and then we'll lose, kind of in terrible fashion, right at the end with a chance. I mean, you, you, we talked about this, you know, uh, you know, leading up to that. They score there. They're definitely not getting the two point conversion. Like it would have been a, it would have been a, they would have missed it in horrible fashion. So I had no confidence that they were actually going to tie that game up. Um, yeah. So yeah, we were joking about that a lot in the fourth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're gonna they're gonna score the essentially the tying right. touchdown, so to speak, and then they're gonna fuck up the two point. Yeah, yes. the yeah, and the refs were bad, and I feel like Bears fans yeah. are still mad about that. Stop it! Like that's not the reason we lost. We just. We killed ourselves. We just continue to kill ourselves. And I think I think Nagy's our biggest our biggest problem right now. I mean, so many questionable play calls. And our offensive line still stinks. I mean, I oof. Yeah. I don't know. I that's that's a problem. You can't that's, create can't create lanes for Montgomery or Cohen. Uh, yeah, I know. I agree. It's and Mitch was Mitch had about a millisecond to throw for the most of the first half. It felt like yeah, had absolutely no time. So, but which goes again to the to Mitch's criticism of of Nagy to you know be creative for the offensive line, right? right I mean, right. Give yep. him, yeah. So it all sucks. All right, qu- uh, so Bears are eliminated. We know that that blows. Uh, Pro Bowl announcements came out tonight. Did you see yep, that? I did. Yeah. Thoughts on so the Bears have three guys. Breaking news: Khalil Mack, Cordell Patterson. Still yep. don't know how to really pronounce his first Cordero. name. Cordero. Yeah, there it is. He's a special teamer. Yeah, and uh, Eddie Jackson. Yeah, safety. Thoughts like on? Yeah, what do you think? 
I think Eddie Jackson has been our most steady defensive player this year, right? Has he? Am I am I remembering that wrong? I feel like he hasn't had really any bad games or many bad games. I feel like he still gets shit on a little bit local, like on local radio, but I feel like he's consistent. He's getting in there, getting tackles, breaking up passes. I mean, Fuller, Scrine, Prince, they're the bigger liabilities back there. Um, I, yeah, no, I, sure. I, I think that all makes sense. I mean, Mac, I, I, I mean, is he getting in just because of his name? I mean, I don't feel like he was a, all that awesome this year. I mean, he was maybe to start the year, but right. he's been pretty quiet. And I guess I don't know the, I don't know the full stats of who was on the bubble that could have been in ahead of him, but I guess, yeah. I don't know. He may be des- right. He may be deserving, but it's, yeah, we're, we locally, I think are harder on him because we haven't seen him in the backfield, right? right? Tackles for loss. I think I thought I heard in the radio today's ranked like 60th in the league, but He's in the top five and force fumbles. So it's like if he just gets his ass there, but then he's also getting double teamed and sometimes yeah. double teamed with the chip. You know, it's like I'm not a, I don't analyze the tape the same way a defensive or an offensive coordinator would. So it's not, so I don't know. I don't know the full picture with how good a year he's really had. Well, yeah. And I, I did I see this? Um, I saw there were a few alternates for the Bears as well. Yeah, they have three. They've got uh, Goldman. Uh, Eddie Goldman, your boy Fuller, and uh, Tariq Cohen is a return specialist. How Tariq how does that Cohen. work? All right, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, you had this. You and I had the same thought. We haven't talked about this. Well, Tariq Cohen stinks as a returner. What is there? Literally nobody else that can return kicks that that could plug into that spot. Is uh, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, like that McLaurin guy for Redskins. Did he make the Pro Bowl? I don't know. I, mean, I haven't I mean, seen anybody dude, outside of the Bears. Yeah. yeah, if Tariq Cohen makes the Pro Bowl, just shut it down. That guy shouldn't be anywhere near the. Uh, you know, I don't not to shit on our own guys, whatever. But I mean, I I don't understand why he's returning punts. I mean, he'll have one where he may, you know he's maybe going 15 yards, and we're getting excited about that. And and if not, he's getting pulled down by the back of his shirt uh, for a two yard loss on a punt. He's horrible yeah. judging punts as well. Like, right. I, what am I missing? At, no, at no point this year can I remember him catching a punt and thinking he's going to take this back all the way. Like, I feel like he hasn't even been close to breaking not one even. this year. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah. So I don't so get that at all. Yeah. No. It's good to see yeah, Patterson. I know we skipped over Patterson a little bit. I do think he's deserving. He is a threat every time the ball hits his mitts. Uh, and he's an incredible special teamer uh, on the defensive coverage, end, so to yeah. speak. Right? Yeah, coverage. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, he's been awesome, including forcing a fumble that he got fucked by the refs with yes. uh, on Sunday. He has been he's been awesome. Like he he's been worth the money paid just as a potential game changer. Like he he's the kind of guy that you added to potentially get over the hump. That was the right it was the right ad, honestly. He he does help the special teams. It just hasn't worked out. Yeah, and that's all he should be. Nagy shouldn't feel like he has to plug him in to do jet sweeps and stupid shit. So um yeah, good for him. Good for good him. For Ryan him. Pace should Ryan Pace should get credit for that. Yeah, he does. He, yeah, has, that, he gets a lot of crap, but that that was a good yeah. one. It was. It was. Uh, we have spent entirely too long in this review, but yes. hopefully we gave you guys our loyal Zero Doinks listeners. Follow us at Zero Doinks. Um, 
a, a sneak peek, so to speak, into our experience at Green Bay. I had a great time. It was awesome. Packers fans, we'll close we'll close this out by asking you, Dan Doinks, is your mind still blown by how well we were treated as Bears fans in Green Bay, Wisconsin? Yes. I mean, not, not bl- mine not blown because I had heard that Packers fans were really nice. Um, I teeter between being uh, angry and feeling bad because Bears fans treat Packers fans like shit at Soldier Field. So, um, no, Packers fans were awesome. It was an awesome experience. I would highly recommend it. Maybe don't go see your team's uh, season end. Uh, <laughs> maybe don't do that. But uh, awesome experience. Completely different from Bears games. And I'm, I'm happy I did it. So thanks to you, Bill and Brother Dave, for doing that with me. It was awesome. I'm glad you thought of the idea, Dan. It was wonderful. Thank you, Green Bay, for embracing us despite our huge mouths and our willingness and wantingness to talk a little bit of smack with you. Uh, But we loved it. It was a great time. Thank you so much. See you next segment. Stephen Avery, Sweat DNA. My fandom of Alabama football. Roll damn tide. (laughs) Oh, my stomach. Oh, I'm gonna barf. Welcome back to Zero Doinks. Follow us at Zero Doinks on Instagram and Twitter. Slide into our DMs. We will get back with you ASAP. We love you. Thank you for listening for 22 episodes with a few more up our sleeve. Dan, the Bears, they're eliminated, but there's still two games to go, including a Sunday night battle at home. Soldier Field against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I assume you did a deep dive into some Chiefs talk. Let's hear it, buddy. Okay, yep, let's do it. Uh, you and Phil Sr. will be in the house, so congrats on that. Yes. Uh, I think the weather's going to be decent, right? Maybe not Maybe not Sunday night. It's supposed to be nice this weekend, but it's going to be cold. Um, Bears and Chiefs have only played each other 12 times. How crazy is that? It's shocking. Chiefs have been around a long time. Yeah. Bears are seven and five all time against the Kansas City Chiefs. Why are, are people upset about the name Chiefs? Or is everyone, I haven't I heard. Like I haven't cool heard anything. About. Have you? Yeah, no. kind of weird. They've slid under the radar. Hmm. Thanks, Daniel Snyder. <laughs> uh, okay, so I got two two uh, last two games to cover here. Last game versus the Chiefs was October eleventh, twenty fifteen. At Kansas City, Bears win 18 to 17. I tried to find a line. I felt like we were big time dogs, but I think Kansas City was pretty shitty at this point as well. Anyway, Bears scored 15 unanswered points in the second half to win the game. Alshon and Eddie Royal were both out of the game. Um, Forte scored on a seven yard reception with 18 seconds left to put us up. Missed the two-point conversion. Uh, Jamal Charles left the game with a torn ACL. 
You remember that? Is this ringing a bell? Now I do. Yeah, I couldn't remember the game until you said that. He was on my fantasy team, and I was cursing the TV. Sorry. Uh, Cutler had 252 yards passing, two touchdowns. Alex Smith only had, well, he had two good legs. Uh, R.I.P. Alex Smith's legs and Zach Miller. Congrats on the hair, though. Uh, They hit that on the bingo card. Alex Smith had 181 yards passing, one touchdown, and one interception. Really nothing else from from that game in particular. Anything tickle your pickle there other than Jamal Charles ruining your fantasy season? No. No. We can move on from that game. Move on. All right. Last home game against the Chiefs was December 4th, 2011. Kansas City won 10 to 3. Uh, this is when we were in the midst of the uh, Bears five game losing streak after Cutler broke his thumb, which is cool. Todd Haley was the Chiefs coach at this point. That was a bad idea. Is he still around, Haley? I feel like I haven't heard I, his name in a while. No, I have not. Former uh, Bears wide receiver coach when I was working for them. Huge. He was an asshole, right? Yeah, he was. He um, uh, he, he acted weird in bars. Let's just put it that way during uh, training camp. Yeah, that adds up. Yeah. In Bourbon A? Yeah, in Bourbon A. Ooh. Yeesh. Whoops. <laughs> the Olivet women? Am I, am, I hitting, uh, am I getting close to the mark there? Neither confirm nor deny. Okay. All right. Uh, Forte came out of the game. He hurt his knee on a hit from Derek Johnson. Remember him? I do. Penn State? Is that right? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Paterno. Uh, The article, the recap on ESPN mentions Bears fans were calling to go get McNabb. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that at all. That's weird. They were fired up about getting McNabb. I don't. I didn't understand that at all. Um, Tyler Palco was the Chiefs' quarterback. He had 150, 157 yards and one touchdown. He was pulled briefly for Nick Ferris Foles' quarterback. No. Nope. Kyle Steve Orton. Stenstrom. Okay. What? He was on the. I don't remember him on the Chiefs. I have, literally have no recollection. I'm glad. I. I'm happy to hear you say that because I have no recollection of him being on the Chiefs. Um, but there so we lost. To... We lost ten to three from a team quarterback by Tyler Palco. That's correct. And do you know why we lost? Because Caleb Haney had 133 yards passing and three interceptions. Mm, gross. There you have who's, it. Whose idea was Caleb Haney as the primary backup to an injury-prone Jay Cutler? That's it's Jerry Angelo's idea. Let's oh, spoiler alert. It was definitely Virginia McCaskey's boyfriend at the time. Whoops, build a chapel. It was actually uh <laughs> it was actually Dwayne, our friend. He dated Virginia for a stint before he met his wife, Dwayne. Uh okay, so that's it. Just those last two games there. Let's quickly run through the coaches here. Obviously, Andy Reid is the head coach. Uh I don't know about you, but I every time I think of Andy Reid, I think of that video of him being in the punt pass and kick competition as a 13 year old and just being a goddamn giant. I, I did see on Wikipedia that he was so big that he had to wear a Jersey of like a Rams running back. <laughs> I, I didn't have these stats. Me. This is great. Oh, no. Yeah. He, 
So he also grew up in LA, which he does not look like a Los Angeles guy at all, yeah, right? That's shocking. I knew, and man. I knew that about him, and it always throws me off. He looks like a walrus who's from like Newfoundland or something. Uh, so he's been the Kansas City coach since 2013. Uh, do you know where he went to college? This also shocked me. No, no. He went to BYU, and he was what? teammates with Jim McMahon. Did oh he, like so he actually did play, huh? Runner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So uh only other note I have it's weird, right? Um only other note I have here that was on his Wikipedia page is that he was Lutheran growing up. Uh, but he got married and his wife made him switch to be a Mormon. So that's cool. Hmm. Is uh, no I caffeine mean, for him. You. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, obviously. Um, I mean, good for him. <laughs> I guess it didn't. Re- All right, let me back up. It didn't specifically say that his wife made him switch to be a Mormon, but <laughs> but read between the lines. Yeah, do the math. BYU, Mormon town. I think that's what they call themselves. All right, whatever. Pretty sure it's getting weird. It's getting. You know, it's just getting late in the season. It's getting late in the evening. Late in the season. We're all exhausted, Bill. And I'm still sad the Bears are done. This is this sucks. Same. Same. All I right. see the tears rolling down the back of your neck right now. <laughs> who who was that? Who it was, was supposed that? to be Matt LaFleur after LaFleur, we beat their ass? <laughs> Whoops. I was wrong. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So uh assistant head coach and special teams coach Dave Taub. Taub, Tobe, I think it's Tobe, but he's, whatever. He's, yeah, so he he was a special teams coach for the Bears from 04 to 2012. He's only been a special teams coach. Why does he get love for head coaching gigs? Because he was fortunate enough to coach Devin Hester. That's that's that's, that's my theory. Like it's weird. Like I don't. You know, uh, was John Harbaugh? I feel like he made that jump too, like special yeah, teamer. That's rare, though. That's rare. I don't. I want to correct you real quick, though. I want to correct yeah. you. It's John Harbaugh. <laughs> Thanks, Molly. Okay, so uh, the offensive coordinator is Eric Bieniemy. Is that his name? Is that right? That he played in the NFL man. as a running back for the Chargers, Bengals, Eagles from 91 to 99. He's the uh, all-time leading rusher at Colorado. Uh, he's not calling the plays, right? That's Andy Reid's gig. No. Yeah. Although Nagy be. was calling plays, wasn't he? Isn't that the... like the last half of the year prior oh. to coming over to Chicago? Yeah, okay. that was that right. was the word on the street. Yeah. Uh, note in the uh, in uh, his Wikipedia page as a player when he was playing, Chris Berman once gave him the nickname "Sleeping with the Enemy." Oh, you you remember that? You're shaking your head. I do. It stands oh, out. And Chris God, Berman. Chris Berman is just so gross, absolutely gross. He would you want to follow him into a bathroom, Chris Berman? No chance. No chance. Just. He's not even a guy who flushes, I imagine. He's real proud of it. One of those guys. Check this out. RateMyShit.com. Okay, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo. Did I say that right? Maybe. What do you think Spagnolo means in 
Italian. I think it means wet noodle. Jesus Christ, that was literally the same thing I was going to say. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I had that queued up. I got nothing else for you. Okay. Or it's Italian for shitty coach. Uh, He was Rams head coach from 09 to 2011. Interim head coach, Giants 2017. Uh, He did nothing last year, according to his Wikipedia page. What do you think he did last year? Uh, I'd, probably chef school, maybe in Napa, teaching himself some pasta primavera. <laughs> that adds up. I got nothing for you there. Wet noodle thing. I'm still surprised you said that. That was literally on the tip of my wet tongue. Oh. We've spent way too much time together right. here the past 22 yeah, weeks. We really have. That was a long car ride back as well. We all smelled terrible. Oh, it didn't feel like it took forever to get to the Illinois border. I felt like it was 2021 by the time we hit Gurney. Oh, it was so slow moving. Jesus Christ. Move away. They should have a separate line for separate lane for fibs. Uh, okay, so uh, that's all I got on Steve. Oh, I, he's been coaching since 81 and every position he's had, he's only had for like two years, two, three years. So red flag there so he'll be gone from the chiefs by end of next year okay the offensive line coach is andy hack you know that name notre dame right yeah co-captain of the 88 national championship team he was a first round pick of the seahawks and played from the for the bears from 94 to 98 signed a 10 million dollar contract with the bears like mid 90s that seems like a wow Huge deal. Hopefully, um, Molly and Ha ask Dave Wanstead about Andy Heck next time they have him on. I oh. believe that's that's the Wani era. Yeah, good point. I'm sure they will. Okay, so uh, wide receiver coach is Greg Lewis. He was oh, a walk on. Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Played for uh, played in the NFL for seven years. Caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl for the Eagles. Pretty cool. Uh, quarterback coach is Mike Kafka. He's the uh, ex-Northwestern quarterback, yeah. if you remember him. Wow, yeah. Um, it's a who's who coaching who's staff. Who? Yeah, I'm almost there. Uh, linebacker and outside linebacker coach is Britt Reed, son of Andy. <laughs> there you have it. Okay, uh, let's just, I got one. I just want to talk briefly about uh, the chairman and CEO, Clark Hunt, son of Lamar Hunt. Uh, and Lamar was the son of an oil tycoon. Is that right? Tycoon. I'm, I'm going with it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That doesn't yeah. sound right. Coming out of my yeah. mouth. Oil tycoon. Yeah. I think if you're like an oil baron, you're an oil te- tycoon. If you made your money in oil. Is there a difference I, between the two? I honestly don't know. Somebody slide in our DMS and let us know if we're wrong yeah. here. Oh, uh, he's the youngest of the of Lamar Hunt's kids. He's only fifty four years old. For some reason, he's like the uh, the one running the show, though. I don't know. That seemed weird to me. Mm-hmm. His other kids gotta hate him. Um, he was the captain of the SMU soccer team in college. Just gross soccer. He seems to be heavily involved in the MLS as well. Like, ugh, Clark. I mean, that actually, if your name's Clark, you're pretty high chance of being a soccer guy, right? 
yeah you, you have a lot of balls on your feet yeah most likely <laughs> you say he's a foot fetish guy yeah um, that's exactly what i'm saying that's <laughs> all right you Anywho. heard it here second okay. uh <laughs> he's uh married to the former miss kansas and her name is tavia shackles huh really that's tavia tavia t-a-v-i-a i i would go long a on that one probably i'm I'm more concerned about the shackles part though yeah yeah now that i think about it it's just short for activia right the yogurt that makes you shit I think so. With okay. uh, that Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Isn't she? Yeah. Spoke yes. Wasn't wasn't there a bit of a rumor about Jamie Lee Curtis? Do you do you recall? Go on. Uh, that she used to be a man. Have you not heard this? Never heard this. Okay, I don't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not claiming that it's true, but I feel like it was. It was like a really stupid rumor, kind of like the Richard Gere. Yeah, uh, gerbil no. rumor, like no, that kind of that true. sort of thing. That one's gerbil <laughs> one's true for sure. Right, right. When I when I think of Jamie Lee Curtis now, all I think about is that that gif of I don't know what movie it was, but she's on stage doing like jazzer size, and and John Travolta is doing some humps oh, in, the, in the audience. Yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of thrusts. Saturday Night Fever was that? Is it? that what that's from? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of real sweaty well, gym shorts. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Well, can, congrats to Activia Shackles for being a yogurt that makes you shit tycoon. Uh, okay, so uh, we do have a we have a, we have one Illini player. He's was he was a seventh round pick last year. Uh, he's a guard. Do you want to take a guess? Um. Oh yeah. Uh. Oh god damn it! I can't think of his name. He's. I know he's white. That's all I know. Whoops. Oh, Nick, Nick, Nick L. Greddy or something like that. You got Nick. it. You nailed it. Yes. You also sounded like Dwayne just then. I did. Uh, yeah, I did. You it. Nick L. Greddy. Good call, man. You're Thank good you. at this. Uh, we do so it. We, we do have a gopher player as well. Yes. Fifth year linebacker, Damian Wilson. I have no idea who he is, but he looks like a nice fella. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man, for the uh, the rundown of the team. Bears are plus five for this wow. Sunday night. Over unders, over unders forty five. You're seven and nine on the year. I'm nine six and one. Give us your pick, Bill. So, um, Bears have nothing to lose. Uh, you said the weather may be decent. It doesn't really matter either way. Uh, I think the game will turn out the same way, whether there's snow on the ground whether there's Mons in the air, no matter what happens. This is Nagy versus his former mentor, Andy Reid, and Nagy has something to prove. Bears cover, and they win outright. Bears are going to finish at least 8-8. Eight and eight. Bears win. That's my prediction. What say you, fuzzy gopher? I'm going to go the complete opposite. I think the Bears are going to completely quit on Nagy and this whole team. I think Mitch kind of lightly tossing him right under the bus was a precursor in these last two games. Kyle Fuller, as I mentioned earlier, has already quit. I think they're, I think they're done. I think, I think chiefs win by 14 and I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that. Cause I know you're, you and Phil senior will be in the house, 
That's Hopefully okay. you guys get a little lathered up before so you stay warm and have a little fun. Yeah. But I think the Chiefs are because uh, they're still playing for seeding, right? Yeah, I guess they won the division, I think, right? So, yeah, I think they're fighting for the one seed and, and or a first round by. Uh, actually, I don't think they can really get the one with the Ravens, but I think they're fighting for two. They're fighting for a bye. Wait, wait, wait. They've beaten wait. the Ravens, right? Oh, am I, I'm, I might be way off. They beat I, the I'm not Ravens. a not a big the, AFC research yeah. guy. Well, hold on, now that I'm thinking about it, they've beaten the Ravens and the Patriots, so they oh. hold both tiebreakers. Oh, oh. Um, they may they may be really shooting for that one. Then I may be. So they're at, um, sorry, bear with me, bears, bears. Oh, they're, okay, so they're at ten and four. So they're lagging behind. Ravens are twelve and two. Okay. Patriots eleven and three. So they're right there, Ooh. but. I think the Patriots. I think I think it's pretty unlike. I think it's fairly unlikely because I think Patriots have like two. They think they play the Bills and like the Dolphins. Okay, so yeah, they're still playing for. They're, they're playing still playing for, for a two, but it's not likely, like you said. Right, right. So which shapes up even better for my Bears plus five and win outright or four or five five. Yeah. Is that the line? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I would just hump the money line, Rick Fieldsman. Do you know who the one seed is in the NFC right now? It better not be the Packers. I think it might be. Oh, Jesus. It's either the Packers or the Saints, maybe. Oh, boy. I don't know. God damn it. The Packers. Packers Packers Fraudulent. Fraudulent. They are. And and that's not even us saying it. I mean, we heard that a lot on Sunday. We did. We did before yeah. and after the game. Yep. Well, well, whatever. All right. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. All right. So, you excited for Sunday? What's what are you looking at for for going into yeah, the game? Uh, Phil Senior and I still have to make plans. Um, so, not sure. I'm guessing that it's probably easier to get a parking pass for this game than any other prior home game so maybe we'll do that for the first time and just do our own thing i don't know i'll, I'll talk to him tomorrow i'll let everybody know via instagram i don't know if i'll do that or not are you gonna um you gonna tailgate before you're gonna want yeah, that's kind of what i'm thinking that's kind of what i'm thinking yeah i'd like to we have not like done our own tailgate i think that would be kind of fun we've done we've done hobo tailgating is what i should yeah. say bag of beers yeah yeah exactly yeah. bag of beers and and goldfish so uh, maybe we'll be adults this time. Hard to say, but it'll, yeah, it'll be nice. At least, you know, no pressure. I'd imagine there'll be a decent amount of Chiefs fans, um, yeah, maybe, know. or a lot of empty seats. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's weird. It'll be weird. It'll be, there won't be empty seats. I don't. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think we're at that. We're not at Chicago Bulls level yet. We're. Ooh. <laughs> showing up to the uc but uh it'll be fun it'll be fun i i hope the bears win i'm still rooting for the bears yeah. it would maybe be different if we had a first round pick but yeah exactly uh, yeah let's let's yeah. do it let's do it bill let's do Bring it yeah baby let's beat the chiefs and i hope for everybody watching on tv that chris collinsworth doesn't talk about the uh you know, the the draft of Trubisky oh. versus Mahomes versus Watson 9,000 times because, hey, yeah, we know. We're, we're well aware. So shut up, guys. 
that's a great point. You going to the game, you're going to miss out on all of that. It's going to be real frustrating. And I'll be yeah. sure to text you all of it. Oh, I can't wait. Send me some TV. screen. Yeah. <laughs> Send me screenshots of uh, Chris Collinsworth's Adam's apple, please. You got this it. Is... You got it. <laughs> well, thank you, Dan, for doing incredible research. As usual, this coaching staff is one of the more interesting ones we've had, actually. So thank you. Bears, going to beat the Chiefs. It's not going to count for much except for pride. This has been Zero Dog. See you next segment. Activia. episode 22 this is gray balls oh man this season might be getting out of hand for our lovely squad here we we were bad we were bad this week but still up a lot of fun we had a lot of players out for what i had heard was load management apparently we're an nba team now bunch of Kawhi leonard's show up you cowards uh but bill what are your thoughts on the game I don't even remember the final score. Uh, it's It was frustrating. Let me connect some dots here. Uh, we lost 67 to 23 to Old Dirty Ballers. Um, old Dirty Ballers have a, a much better record than us. We are now one and four for the year. Not great. Not great. Do you have any observations about the game itself, Dan? Uh, any thoughts regarding? I mean, we had seven players, like you alluded to. There was. Yeah. A lot of exhaustion for all of us, but any anything stand out for you against old dirty ballers? Well, it was um, it was the late game, which come on, man, it, nine p.m. We're old, like just stop it, stop it already. We uh, the old dirty ballers, they were they were good. They're the, probably the best team in the league. If oh, they have a loss, I don't know. They're they're really good. They also seem to be short on numbers as well which I thought, well, maybe that'll work to our advantage. Nope. They came out and just drained a bunch of threes. One guy in particular, uh, he he couldn't miss. He just didn't miss. And we kind of had no answer for him. I mean, when we once again had a little trouble uh, getting buckets to fall, myself included. So I don't know. Nobody got hurt. So we're that's good. That's always the positive. But um that's all I got, man. I don't know. That's a it's a good summary. Yeah, we we didn't score. I think for the first seven minutes, I want to say, give or take. And I think our first point was because of a foul. And if you have a shooting foul in our league, 
you automatically get a point and the ball. So that was that was our way of yeah, of cool. uh, breaking the slump. It took a while to get a field goal. Uh, yes. Not great. Um, personally speaking, my stomach hurt during part of the game thanks to a poor Pizza Hut lunchtime decision that same day. What was I thinking? Pizza Hut, gross. It's not beggars. It's not even Tombstone. Did you... <laughs> Did you also note that it was a drive-through such scenario? Oh no, did I'm not sure that, that I did. Yeah. <laughs> I think that can't that can't go unsaid because now I got a question. Did you eat? Did you eat it in your car? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did, Ooh, and buddy. I felt that's, that's not like, good. No, like four bites in, I thought this is a huge mistake. Uh, shout out to Coach Cuse though, because he and I, when we used to work. Uh, in the western suburbs for the for the uh, uh, the the same municipality, we both went to Pizza Hut a lot for lunch, and we loved it. They had a great lunchtime buffet. It's gone downhill since then, or our colons have just adjusted over the years. That might I'm not a big science guy. I don't. I, I may have, all, I may have misspoke. You were also a teenager, or maybe twenty. I don't know what what the right. timeline was there. You're a grown ass man now, just firing down a personal pan pizza and breadsticks inside your car during your lunch hour. Whole buddy, sad state of affairs, my friend. I'm officially worried about you. (laughs) No, it's fair. I uh, I need to make some 2020 diet adjustments. So that is on my to do list. Uh, And all I have to think back is to just that that lump of coal I felt in my in my upper inner tube in the middle of that game when I was running around and uh, maybe I'll be inspired. It was it, I, f- I felt terrible and you, and we looked terrible on the court. We looked terrible, I, but especially you, me. But in my uh, my opinion, you got my vote for a play of the game as you aggressive ag- aggressively Jesus Christ aggressively drove down the lane with two guys in front of you. And you did like a 180 sort of flip it over your head sort of layup. And it was beautiful. I, I still don't, I don't, I was laughing so hard. I didn't see where the ball landed. I, I assume you banged it off the backboard, but when you let go of the ball, your back was to the basket. Am I right? I have that right. You're don't right. I? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I shot faked again. I think we were down 42 at this point, and I yeah. I shot faked again. I thought, and he, and he bit. For some reason, he bit on the fake, and, and my eyes got real wide. And I, I'm going yeah. to the hoop. I didn't see anybody uh, down there, and then somebody came out of nowhere off the baseline, yep. and I, I did that weird, yeah, 180 and flipped it up. I do think I hit something, probably not the rim, but it felt great, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. That was, that was for you. I did it for you. Thank I really did. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was... It was great. Frustrating game, but we got a few chuckles out of it. Um, we we might be getting closer to having Walnuts be a sponsor. I feel like uh, we had a so K- Coach Cuse had contact with the owner, maybe because Coach Cuse also hosted a surprise birthday party for his wife at Walnuts, which solid move. I had an awesome time. Thank you, Coach Cuse. There were lots of gray balls there. Jordan Doinks was with me. She met lots of gray ball listeners. Wait, zero doink listeners. Jesus Christ, Dan, get it together. Uh, so that was fun, but I I would love to 
uh, officially not have to call it Walnuts anymore when they were an official sponsor. So yeah, it'd be come great on, if they, Yeah, if they stepped it up, they they know that we're there on Wednesdays. They acknowledge it. It's it, we now have we have proof from Coach Cuse's voicemail. So it's yeah, it's 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 way overdue. Walnuts, yes. step it up. We're ready for you. You are definitely ready for us. Uh, Coach Q, special shout out also for your awesomely abrasive text to me uh, for not being at said party. I apologize. Uh, I, I, I very much apologize. I was with uh, Lamont Doinks at a different Christmas party, um, and and I, I wish I was there. I, I, I'm sorry. But, you know, family first, buddy. Uh, anywho, love you. And... Uh, love your guitar skills and uh, and your coaching skills. So, can I give time for a quick Thanksgiving gray ball story that I meant to talk about the last few days, last few weeks rather? Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm sitting at Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, obviously, it's a big part of Thanksgiving. I am across from uh, my godmother. She is lovely, Patty Doinks. I'm sitting next to my. Uh, 91-year-old great aunt, Rosemary Doinks. And uh, for some reason, intramural hoops comes up as part of a conversation. And uh, and Patty Doinks asks me at some point, uh, what's, what's the name of your team? And uh, uh, everybody at the table gets quiet because most of them know the name of the team. And, and my aunt, who is a saint, like she is married to Jesus, basically. It's, it's incredible. Uh, and I confidently answered, oh, it's, it's gray balls. Our team name is gray balls. And my, and my godmother who, who knows my sense of humor knew the second that she asked the team name that she made a mistake and my, and, and it was, it was just great. It was uh, the reaction from my great aunt was, uh, uh, dead silence and disapproval and, uh, no apologies. There is no, it's a, it's a perfect name for a team in my opinion. Grow up. Grow up, Rosemary Doinks. <laughs> I'm just glad to hear she wasn't married to an ostrich. That's true. That is true. There's only room for one ostrich in this in this world. Um, so anyway, that story probably didn't land on too many ears, except for those that uh, are going to appreciate it most. So anyway, we are playing the three in one stallions this week. Um, we now have an average uh, point per game of 31. Oh. We average 31 points per game. Yikes. And I'm we have a season. <laughs> I know. Uh, we also have a season point differential of minus 39, Oof. which is incredible that we are plus going into last week, actually, oh. based off of blowing out torn Achilles. Um, uh, Vegas has us at 20.5 uh, point dogs. We're plus 20 and a half. I guess the Stallions, they only have one loss, and they average way more than we do. I think they average 55, I want to say. So uh, I'm going plus 20 and a half gray balls. That's the only way to go. I'm going to parlay that with Bears plus five. Dan Doinks, what do you got? Love gray balls uh, and the points this week. I actually think you might need to tickle the money line a little bit because oh. it's uh, it's it's family night from what I hear. So Thank you to the gray balls at Walnuts on Saturday for telling my wife that she needs to bring all of our children to the game. I'm going to be honest. That's that's going to hinder our, my abilities to throw down hams post game. So thanks a lot to those people. Maybe some of them were out last week for 
load management. So maybe don't, maybe just stay out of my family affairs. God damn it. But yes, love gray balls this week, plus 20 and a half. Take a little money line action as well. Why not? Gray balls. Yeah, I think we're ready. I think we're due. I think our 8% field goal percentage is going to completely flip around to 17% on Wednesday night. And that's going to be enough for a W. Gray balls, love you. Love Interreal Hoops. Love you, great Aunt Rosemary, who I guarantee you has never heard of a podcast. And uh, Zero Dogs, see you next segment. Party hard. All right, we're wrapping up here. We're just going to jam Big Ten Minute here into the outro, if you will. So let's do that right now. William, who thanks? Uh, so still, we're not going to do a pick for the bowl game just yet. We might get into that next week on Saro Doinks, the Christmas edition. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Jesus. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Okay, enough of that. Uh, so, so far, Minnesota is sitting at plus seven and a half for their game in the Outback Bowl. Illini are at plus seven for the Red Box Bowl. So similar lines for our squads. You know what that sounds like, Bill? Teaser. Ooh. Tease those two teams. Get them Good both point. up to 14, 14 and a half. Oh, baby, that's easy money. Those never work out. I think I've, I'm like similar to gray ball shooting percentage and winning teasers in my lifetime. Um, teasers, also a, a strip club. In central Illinois. Terrible one. First one I ever went to. Oh. Yeah. Uh, ta- tassels? No tassels, no. Uh, funny story there, uh, two of them. First one is, this is my first experience in a strip club. I was just 21, just turned 21. Uh, the first stripper that went up there apologized for being a bit on the heavier side, which was... I felt unnecessary, uh, but I looked over to a group of guys who were, there's a golf course right next to it where it used to be. And there was a gentleman getting real handsy with a, a woman on the stage, like both hands on both of her breasts. It was, I was like, is this how it works here? Like they're just on stage. Uh, turns out that gentleman was blind and he had different <laughs> rules than everyone else. But imagine my confusion of, of what was happening in there. Well, I got off onto a teasers rant there. How do I even get on teasers? Oh, gambling teasers. Okay. Did you, any, wait, wait, any, wait, wait, any, wait, any wait, 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 just a minute here. Wait, just a minute. You never told me that you met Ray Charles. You never. <laughs> it's outrageous. He was, the, <laughs> he, <laughs> he was the Ray Charles uh, that Dwayne would have liked Packers Dwayne because he was Caucasian. Yeah, it was a weird experience. Cap Illinois teasers no longer there, but uh, are are you a um are you a Stevie Wonder might not be blind truther? Uh yeah, that's pick that's picked up steam in the last week, right? Uh, yeah, that that dude definitely can see for sure, big time. Those sunglasses have just been real dark. 
do you think do you think like he's his like 2020 vision or do you think that he's like nancy kerrigan's mom blind where it's you know <laughs> this you just gotta like throw a tv up real close to see a triple axle <laughs> nancy kerrigan's brother killer dad you know like a wrestling match or something I, I don't know but i feel like i feel like pat doinks yeah you know, yeah he'll let us pat, know. let us know uh okay so where are you where do you stand on the stevie wonder vision um i w- i would have been a yeah he's been faking it all these years guy until i heard lawrence holmes talking about it today on the radio and he's like yeah he was getting real pumped about yeah yeah he's he's been seeing it's all a big conspiracy and he was dead serious so now i think no stevie stevie wonder is 100 percent blind okay good i'm with you whatever yeah whatever larry thinks i'm I'm going the opposite because fuck that guy uh what were we talking oh okay uh <laughs> so back to big 10 minute thank you teasers that got off to a good real nice tangent there uh, so last week we took different sides of the Illini Michigan game. Uh, you're Illini with a huge win at home. Uh, you're nine and eight on the year. I'm eight, eight and one. So we're pretty even. You you took the lead there. Uh, give me your thoughts on Illini last week. It was awesome. I loved it. Um, they won pretty convincingly. They were uh, leading a little bit at half and then took it over in the second half completely there's a there's a good article in the athletic uh about a guy that was observing Juwan Howard the whole game and pretty much it, it was it was i think supposed to be complimentary toward Howard of what a, what a laid back coach is he's not very involved but i i kind of read it as does he really know what the hell he's doing on the sideline it, it, so we'll see i'll be curious to see how Michigan how it all shakes out I doubt that he's going to be as good of a college coach as John Beeline, personally. Just my opinion. I think Beeline was pretty awesome. Uh, but anyway, you didn't ask about that. Illini, great win, one and one after a tough a tough schedule. The Big Ten in general is crazy. But let's not bury the lead here, Dan. The Gopher Hoop Squad beat previously undefeated Ohio State on Sunday as we're driving home uh, from the Bears game. How about that? Yeah, I saw exactly zero minutes of it, so I don't really have much of a thought on it. But uh, yeah, good win. You you were saying every Big Ten home team has won so far conference games, right? Yes, I think if I don't know if it's if it's Tuesday night or Wednesday night, Northwestern hosts Michigan State. So if they if they win somehow at home against Michigan State, everybody in the conference will be one and one. And every home team will have won, and every road team will have lost. That'd be crazy. It'd be hmm. a seven-way tie. Seven-way? There's fourteen teams. Is there fourteen in the Big Ten? I'm so yeah, confused. I think now. so. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So that would be crazy. Big Ten's going to be incredible. I feel like Penn State is a top twenty-five team this right now, uh, hmm. as of this week, which is nuts. Rutgers uh, beat Seton Hall at home. Seton Hall was previously ranked. Like there are. This is going to be no easy wins, except for Northwestern, maybe. Um, fuck you, Pat Fitzgerald. And <laughs> uh, it's going to be awesome. I think there's going to be at least nine bids. They're the number one conference statistically right now uh, from Ken Palm, I want to say. Illinois is top 35, which would put them comfortably in the tournament. 
uh, via the net ratings, net rankings, ratings, don't know. Uh, Minnesota, if they keep upsetting awesome teams at home, maybe they'll slide into the tourney too. You never know. It's going to be awesome. Also, spoiler alert, we may be on a Big Ten podcast for hoops. We'll see. Send us that official invite, Indiana guys. Well done. Well done, indeed. Uh, (laughs) All right. I still can't get into hoops. I mean, I'm trying, but I think I'm there now. Now that the Bears are dead, now I'm going to officially shift into college hoops because God forbid you watch any of the Bulls. Fuck those guys. Jim Boylan, that guy. How has he not been fired? Oh, he needs to see me after class so hard, but... That's not for this week and maybe not yeah. ever. Hopefully he gets fired by Christmas, but that's not probably going to happen. See me after class so hard is a video you uploaded on the Pornhub like 2016, right? Yeah, it's just it's Tom Brenneman and, and Mike Mulligan just playing tummy sticks. <laughs> oh, it's how many it's got to have a ton of views on that. Uh, okay, so we don't have uh, – I didn't have a good hoops game this week, so randomly pulled the first uh, bowl game of bowl season, 1 p.m. on Friday. It's the Bahamas Bowl featuring Buffalo and Charlotte. Both teams are 7-5. and five. Uh, Buffalo is minus 7.5, over-unders 53. So who do you like? Buffalo minus seven and a half or Charlotte plus seven and a half bonus points. If you can name one person involved in this game, coaches, uh, <laughs> players, anything. Uh, unfortunately, I will not qualify for any bonus. I have no idea who's coaching or playing. Uh, I am going to, I'm going to lean hard though, toward the plus seven and a half Charlotte squad. Uh, Cause I feel like when there's, uh, a question with a bowl game, you got to go underdog, right? I, that's that's just my theory. Yeah, you take the points. That's a good move. I'll take Buffalo just to take the other side. I think Khalil Mack's brother's on that team. Oh, great call. Bonus Randy, points to you. Randy Mack. Um, I don't know. I don't have his, know his name. No, I don't get points. I don't know. You literally could have said, you could have made up a name and I would have just said, yep, that it works. I, no, I think, I think his first name is Big, Khalil's brother. return of the mac that was terrible big mac worked a lot better jesus christ dan i need to go to bed um okay so uh i'm sorry you took the points you have charlotte i have buffalo good charlotte horrible band good charlotte twins in that band right i think so and they're hideous a lot of i i feel like a lot of eye makeup a lot of uh eyeliner on those guys yeah, like bad tattoos that they're going to regret if they don't already. Didn't they date some of the Hiltons? Weren't there multiple yeah. Hiltons? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Hillary Duff. I think they dated oh, Hillary that's Duff. That's it. Yeah. Is that right? I don't even know. Uh, not a big. She's so awesome. <laughs> Did you say Olsen? Like Greg Olsen? Speaking uh, of Charlotte. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, okay. It's all, uh, all right. Charlotte. So let's, let's wrap this song bitch up. Um. Okay, a couple random questions for you. Is Kansas City in Kansas or Missouri? I think it touches both. If I recall correctly, I had an aunt and uncle that lived 
in Kansas City on the Missouri side. Wait, where's Arrowhead Stadium? I think Arrowhead Stadium's on the Kansas side, though. Is it? Do you do you know? No. Am I? I, I did I flip it? It's the it's the Missouri side. Well, I'm pretty sure it's the Missouri side. Uh, Why do they do that? That shouldn't. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, that pisses me. That should be illegal. Yeah, it should, should be. be. Yeah, it should be Missouri City. It's been <laughs> fucking Missouri. Right. It's like, Mich- it's like Michigan City, Indiana. What? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. stop that. Yeah. Just shut, stop. East Chicago, up. Indiana. No, shut up. Well, I guess that, actually, that one might stupid. make more sense. You're well, it kind of does. I had somebody, I still have regret. Like, I have guilt about, there's somebody a number of years ago that was that's friends with my brother-in-law, one of my brothers-in-law, and and they they asked me they're from like the east coast or something and they asked me well there's an east there's an east chicago isn't there and i and i basically called her an idiot saying that no that's the fucking lake but i yeah. think she was talking about east chicago indiana and i i was i was pretty harsh and i want to offer her a sincere apology right now as i'm sure she's a, a loyal zero dogs listener Take that apology and shove it. She's an idiot. Don't don't say stuff like that to my friend Bill. East Chicago's a piece of shit. Who named that city? Like who who settled East Chicago? And they're like, what should we call this town? And they were just like, ah, I'm stumped. I don't know. Chicago, but East. How about that? East Chicago. Uh, yeah, so no, no, no. It should be Southeast Chicago. So if, if it was anything. in Indiana, do you think Bobby Knight was one of the settlers? Uh, yeah, or or Mike Pence, maybe. Only if there weren't any women around. Oh, no politics. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Merry right. Christmas. All right, my next question is, what's your favorite Mike Pence speech? Nope, not really. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, we touched on this earlier, what is your favorite flavor M&M? <laughs> well, um, any, <laughs> to me, I, I judge all the M&Ms, like I, I take them out of the pack and I rub them down a little bit just to see if they're, <laughs> if they're, you know how their body is. Uh, I like the red ones. I like the red ones. I'm a huge fan. How about you, Dan? I was more thinking, are you a peanut M&M guy? Oh, oh, my apologies. You taste, let me ask you, do you taste colors? I'm not Stevie Wonder, Dan. (laughs) Um, I, uh, I much prefer the chocolate filling to the peanut. I always, I, I've never been fully comfortable with the peanut M&M, and I know that goes against a lot of things we experienced on Sunday, but but I, because um, I always I always wonder if I put a peanut M&M in my mouth, how old is that peanut? It's covered in chocolate. It's covered in a color, and I do taste colors. You know, what, do you, what about you? Do you have a preference? Peanuts don't go bad, right? I, you know what, let's ask George Washington Carver. Didn't he, didn't he have something to do with a peanut? Didn't he have a peanut farm? Peanut Tillman. Um, 
Oh, let's just end on peanut Tillman. Okay, so, uh, pretzel M and M's. Do you ever have those? those I have. Oh, those, those yeah, a little, favorite. little too open and airy for me. Oh, I prefer more of a solid, a solid middle, filled with chocolate. <laughs> okay, uh, I think it's enough M and M talk. Uh, one last random question: What's your go-to karaoke song? Um. Well, if you saw me Saturday night, it would have been uh, an Andy Williams song, Happy Holidays, which uh, I, I think I nailed it. Uh, I had special help from Kristen Doinks on that one. It was great. Um, Were there any holiday reminders within that song? There might have been. You just, you know, don't forget to hang up your sock, Dan. You know, it's your, your kids are looking for that. I, I, I think they, they really want a special delivery from from old St. Nick. <laughs> How to service Santa. Um, that's great. That's great. <laughs> that's good to know. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. That's all I got for random questions. I'm off my game a little bit tonight. I'm sorry. As I mentioned to you off air, I'm the Kyle Fuller of this podcast and I'm I'm mailing it in. Not really. I'm I'm having fun. I'm up a lot of fun. You look great. You sound great. I think you did a hell of a job. Episode 22. I think you're you're being too hard on yourself. You really are. And just like Mitch, Mitch is too hard on himself. You're too hard on yourself right now, Dan. You were great tonight. Thanks, buddy. No problem. This has been another incredible episode of Zero Doinks. Thanks to the unofficial Big Ten Minute here to close it out. Uh, It'll return maybe for real next week, depending on scheduling. It's kind of weird with Christmas. We'll do the best we can to give you an incredible episode 23 next week. And we'll, we'll let you know what's going on kind of the rest of the season and off season uh season one is ending soon we're this has been a thrill but we'll we'll wrap it up don't worry we're not wrapping up right now uh we love you thank you for listening follow us at zero dogs thank you for all the listeners in oh we have a new uh special shout out fan of the week we have an alaska listener finally alaska how about that what are they fishing for crabs is that what they do lobsters nope crabs crabs yeah what the show what deadly deadly sketch yeah yeah Yeah. king crab crazy that shows nuts it is so thanks for listening crab catcher exactly i can only assume it's trajan langdon it's gotta be or carlos boozer that's right a couple of alaskans about a duke basketball talk that's the end of my alaskan knowledge notable residents that's right that's about it Well, thank you, Trajan and Carlos, for chiming in, and uh, hopefully you enjoy. Thank you. We love you. Zero Dykes. See you next week. Happy holidays. Sarah Palin, Alaska. Also true. Zero Dykes. Questions for you, loyal Zero Doinks listener. 
Number one, do you like listening to our show? Number two, do you like to drink and eat? And number three, how would you like to combine the first two while supporting Dan and Bill Doinks? Well, first, before the next Zero Doinks episode comes out, consider using something other than your current podcast app. Give Stitcher a shot. Go to stitcher.com backslash premium and enter promo code DOINKS to get one month of free listening to many shows, including ours, plus premium shows such as The Fantasy Footballers. Secondly, since you just told me that you like to drink and eat, why not have someone deliver your favorite snacks and booze from a Chicagoland store such as Binnie's or Mariano's? With our partnership with Instacart, we can hook you up with 14 days of free delivery. Simply visit ZeroDoinks.com and click on the Instacart graphic located between our animated heads to start saving both money and time. Speaking of money, if you, our loyal listener, sign up with Stitcher and or Instacart, you will be not only improving your own life, but you'll also be ensuring that Dan and I can put some actual cash back into the production of Zero Doinks so the show can both continue to exist and thrive. Thank you, and we love you.